Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Takeoff's funeral to be set to be held at Atlanta's State Farm Arena. Fourth grade teacher shares tear-jerking memory. The sick part of today's news cycle culture uh, is that despite still being in complete and utter shock about the death of a beloved public figure just a week ago, it feels like something that happened months ago. Kiersnick Kari Ball uh, will finally be laid to rest this Friday at 1 p.m. at State Farm Arena in Atlanta according to a WSB TV report. The Migos rapper, uh, known professionally as Takeoff, was killed last Monday at a bowling alley in Houston under some very dubious circumstances. Very few factual details have been made uh, public at this point, but there are an endless amount of rumors flying around social media about what actually happened. Come Friday, the rumors and innuendo won't matter. The only thing on on the grieving minds of those in attendance will be the loss of a loved one. New Mercy's Christian Church uh, Pastor Reverend Jesse Kearney III will deliver the eulogy. There is no word yet if the funeral will be open to the public. One of the many aforementioned mourners is Sherry Manning, formerly known as Sherry Saunders. Miss Saunders uh, taught takeoff when he was in the fourth grade at Simonton Elementary in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Her memories of Takeoff are genuine and un untainted by his celebrity, as evidenced by the fact that she didn't know that he was an international rap star until news broke of his tragic death, according to Fox 5 Atlanta. Quote, I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe that was him. But I looked back at my pictures and I'm like, man, Manning said. Quote, I instantly just remembered young Kiersnick, full of life, energy, he was everybody's friend, like everybody loved him, Manning said. Yeah, and <sighs> rappers, man. That you know, aside aside from him being a rapper and another rapper, you know what I'm saying? Subsequently, in the course of however many however much time is being killed on a such basis, you know. Um I heard uh, 21 Savage talk about him. I saw a video on, on social media with 21 Savage talking about him. And he said, if somebody got a problem with him, then the other guy must be in, then the other guy must be in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, Takeoff is the kind of guy where, you know, uh, um, he's probably, he's the kind of guy where, where, you know, he's consistent. You know what I'm saying? He's just always, always a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? And if you look at the group, you know, I, like, you could say Quavo's like the leader, and then um, who is it? An offset is kind of like the sidekick. 
uh, or the hype man, whereas Takeoff is kind of just like the supporting, just a supporting role or, or, or so. Um, I never really followed these guys' guys' career, but I always known Quavo to be the the front man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think people debated about Offset's role in the group too, but Offset is kind of popular too. You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Takeoff was kind, was a very very liked gentleman. You know, um, I was watch I was rolling through TMZ. And I was looking at some of the, uh, you know, the 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 footage. They had like like little cell phone camera footage of of the actual incident. You know what I mean? I didn't think I would I didn't think I would find it, but TMZ got it. You know, TMZ they they have their they have their connections. And I guess somebody thought, well, you know what? Let me pull my phone out. Well, everybody got phones, right? So somebody thought must have thought, let me pull my phone out and catch this. You know what I'm saying? While it's going down. So it seemed like I guess Quavo was in the in the argument. And ironically, the person who was recording um had their phone behind the gunman. You know what I mean? So I guess now the gunman is being um is being looked at. But it seemed like so this this wasn't sort of sort of uh you know, hey, I got an issue, you know what I'm saying? No F you, no F you. Uh, you know what, I'm gonna pull out my gun and shoot you. No, this was, oh, we over here, you know what I'm saying, we over here talking, you know, I'm gonna, this is an opportunity, these these rappers are beefing with us, this is an opportunity to make a mark and make a scene and let them know not to mess with us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna, I'm so, yeah, I'm the king, I'm the boss, you know what I'm saying? These rappers are just rappers, you know what I'm saying? And I run the streets. So, you know what I'm saying? My man got the ox, you know, and, you know, if they get stupid, we're going to pop off, you know? And I, th- I guess that's what they were thinking. And, and and according to the footage, obviously, take apparently, Takeo had, Takeoff had nothing to do with the altercation. And I think those bullets were meant for uh, uh, Quavo. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, just from what I saw, just from the little bit, the little, I can I can assume, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to assume, I do not care, um, I can assume that those bullets were meant for, for Quavo. You know what I mean? Um, and it was just two shots. It was just two shots, bang, bang, and run. You know what I mean? It, it, because obviously that's what what was the uh, the coroner's report. It was a shot in the head and a shot in the body. So I'm, I'm assuming the, the gunman kind of aimed, you know what I'm saying, for, for, for the faces. And then I guess when you know when some when it, when he popped out from behind whoever was really arguing whoever really had the beef, because it's a lot you know and it's a lot with the with the what it is is these street dudes they're listening to the like oh my gosh here we go again the old Boosie quote hypnotized by hatred these street dudes are listening to these guys' music. And and they've been listening to it for years. Their girlfriends are listening to it. You know what I'm saying? And they're getting all of this notoriety as the you know they're rappers and then they're, they're supposed to be these street tough dudes, you know. And they have all this rep and they're getting all this notoriety and fame. And these street dudes who are really living this life are are completely anonymous. You know what I mean? And most most for most criminals, most criminals. They do want some notoriety. They do want credit. 
You know, I remember um, you're you're over here, uh, um, dudes in jail. You talk about you know my name ring out. You know what I'm saying? Or, or dudes in the street, dudes in, not even in jail, just in the streets. Period. Oh, my name ring out. They know me in here. You know what I'm saying? They know me out here. They, they you know what I'm saying? My rep is good, right? So, you know, clout, clout is clout is, has its, is its own commodity in a sense. You know, clout has its own uh, value to it. You know, and. If your name ring out in the streets and you got all this rep and all this power, you know what I'm saying? What more rep could you have than to knock off a rapper? A rapper who's so-called, you know, tough and, and, and reputable in the streets. You know what I'm saying? If you're supposed to be that dude in the streets, then these rappers should be scared of you, right? And so... And then, you know, with the music that these And then, you know, once again, we go back to the lyrics You know, with the lyrics that these rappers are spitting out Are spitting off And then I don't think, like I don't think uh, um, The the Migos are really even on that I mean, yeah, they, they may make little metaphors Like, you know, uh, you know, little I'll shoot you metaphors or whatever But they don't really be on that Like these other rappers be on Like the drill rappers in them You know what I'm saying? They more like you know, hey, I'm flossy, I got a lot of money You know what I'm saying, my girl is sexy You know what I'm saying And if you mess with me, I'll kill you You know what I'm saying, they, they'll, they'll be on that But they're not like, they don't come off as like Super duper tough, super duper gangster You know what I'm saying But these street These, these real street guys are looking for cred And they're looking for points You know what I'm saying And, and who better to knock off than a rapper Who better to get your name ringing out and to get your, your clout and your, your cred than by knocking off a rapper. And I think that's what's happening in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, you could thank, thank gangster rap. Thank gangster rap in the 90s. That set that off. I, I, in my opinion, if you ask me, that's just my opinion. I, I don't have any statistics to back that or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But we, with so many rappers being knocked off... If it's not the rapper, it's the rapper's friend. It's the it's, it's so many, so much murder, and and it's 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 from street dudes. It's not like people putting hit. It's not like like you know uh, big time corporations putting out hits on on and, and you know poisoning people and passing it off as a, as an illness. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. No, it's not. It's none of that. It's just straight up, you know what I'm saying, just goon, street goon, goonery, you know what I'm saying, on rappers, you know what I'm saying, and simply because that's the world that they're tied to, that's the world that they live in, or they come from, and so that world, the nature of that world is to pull them back, you know what I'm saying, because it's just a, it's a diseased culture, it's a diseased culture, and it's all coming to a head, like this, like, I, like I'm not even reporting on takeoff just to report on takeoff. I'm reporting on takeoff to report on hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Because me personally, this is this is a culture that I love that raised me. You know what I'm saying? Like like hip hop taught me like, like hip hop taught me about 
I, I can't even say that because I lived hip hop. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm from where a lot of hip hop was started. I'm from the home of the best rappers. Jay Z said it. You know what I'm saying? So, so <laughs> hip hop didn't really teach me nothing. I lived hip hop. So hip hop kind of like embraced me. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop was. You know, I remember. You know, um, tenth grade. You know, and listening to to uh, Ghostface Killers, Fish on repeat for hours because I was so depressed and that beat with that 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 RZA beat was just speaking to me you know um I remember being nine years old listening to my first full hip-hop album uh a red man superman lover you know what I'm saying uh, um I don't know how I got I forgot how I got my hands on it but I, I listened to it for the first time and I was just like oh my gosh this is hip-hop <laughs> you know what I'm saying I remember uh, being 12 years old. I, I talk about it all the time, listening to the old Dirty Bastard album with the food stamp card on the cover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, you know, things like that. Like, you know, all, the, all these little significant... I lived hip-hop. You know, I, and of course, you know, I remember listening, hearing on the radio when Biggie and Tupac got killed. You know what I mean? I, rem I remember those days, you know? And I think that's what that was when that's what started it all for me, for me personally. That's what started it all. When Biggie and Tupac got killed, I was just like, "Oh, okay, this is real. This is real. The rappers ain't real, but what they rapping about is real because it's getting them killed." You know what I'm saying? And ever since then, I was just like, "Yo, watch what you say. <laughs> watch what you say." You know? Because if you hear an album like "Hit 'Em Up." A diss record, cause you know, battle rap, battling is always a thing in hip hop, right? But when you hear a record like "Hit 'Em Up," you, it doesn't surprise you that some that the, the man got shot. I wouldn't say he got shot behind that album, but it don't surprise you that if if you if you talk like that to someone else, what would they want to do to you after you say something like that to them in that out in that record? Come on, come on. Power of life and death is in the tongue. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it is what it is. And so, and so, you know, yeah, I think, I think hip hop, I don't know. I feel like hip hop is going, like, hip hop is going to die with our generation. Hip hop is going to die with my generation because these younger kids are going to realize there's nothing in being a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like what like what what is in being a rapper? You know what I'm saying? And 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 there's and you know, we're coming into the future. There's so many more ways to make money. To make just as much money as rappers do. You know what I mean? Uh I mean, rapping is cool. If you it like cause cause think think of some kid in the hood, you know what I'm saying, who's probably deal, who's who's dealing drugs and toting guns. You know what I'm saying? How how is he gonna get up out that lifestyle? Is he going to say to himself, I want to be a rapper? Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. Nike officially suspends partnership with Kyrie Irving, Shelves upcoming sneaker release. How is someone unfit to play basketball because they expressed a viewpoint or shared a link for a movie 
based on a best-selling book, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America by Ronald Dalton. The book is now the number one best-selling book in the religion and spirituality category on Amazon right now in light of the drama surrounding Irving. Kyrie did nothing wrong but refused to back down from the bullies who demanded that he denounce, decry, and apologize for his learned experience. <clears throat> after, <clears throat> after a week of disastrous press surrounding Kyrie Irving sharing an anti-Semitic... I'll refrain from using the word anti-Semitic. It's, it's too easy to throw that word around. Because where is the anti in the Semitic? <laughs> like, come on, where is the anti of it? How, how anti-Semitic is it? It's anti-Semitic to say that black people are Jew or the first Jews or the original Jews or that black people are Jews, period. It's anti that that's and that's against the Semites. Really? Is that is that is that does that make no, I'm not buying it. I'm not gonna use that word anymore. Um I'm gonna denounce <laughs> use or or whatever. I'm gonna refrain from using the word anti-Semitic in the same way I refrain from using the word nigger. Like it's it's a done deal. Um Yeah sharing a video and then refusing to answer reporters questions the nba player finally apologized the apology came after the brooklyn nets suspended Kyrie for a minimum of five games following that the nba and the nets drew a line in the sand and listed off a number of things they want the basketball player to do yahoo sports reports that in order for for irving uh to return he must meet with the media and issue a verbal apology that clearly states he's sorry for sharing the film and understands the film is harmful and untrue. <laughs> See, there, there's the kicker. Harmful and untrue. To say that it's... Un they want him to say that it's untrue. There you go. Um, he, now, for, for it to be... For, first of all, there is nothing... There, there are only truths and things that have yet to be proven true. There are no falsehoods. There are just things that have yet to be proven true. And so to claim that it's untrue would be would would bear the burden of proof because now you have to prove as to why it cannot be proven true. So yeah, they basically they want they want Kyrie to get up there and lie as an apology. Uh, make a lie as an apology because the lie is always sweeter than the truth, right? Anyway, um, <clears throat> he also must share an apology on his social media accounts, which he did just hours after his suspension. The relationship with Nike and Irving was far from perfect, with rumors circulating that the sneaker giant wouldn't renew his contract. Additionally, unlike Adidas dropping Kanye West and planning to uh, release sneakers without him, Nike's officially shelving their Kyrie 8 sneakers. Now, I don't know what his contract looks like, but... They shelve those sneakers, boy. Woo, that price is gonna go up the roof. And if the, I mean, now and and if they shelve, they if they don't renew the contract, they probably they have to. Um, they're not. He didn't breach a contract, to my knowledge. So if he didn't breach the contract, and they're shelving his sneaker, the resale value and just the value of the shoe itself is gonna skyrocket. And that's more money in Kyrie's pocket if they're gonna honor that contract. You see what I'm saying? And if they don't, then that's a lawsuit. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty, and of course, Nike is big enough to fight it. But still, that, that they still don't, even if, you, there are things called Pyrrhic victories. A Pyrrhic victory is a victory whereas if you win it, you still kind of lose in a sense. 
or you lose in the bigger picture in the in the in the bigger picture and so so yeah them shelving that shoe is going to make people want it more that's the 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 law of scarcity right and so so like this is only and then not only that this is drawing more media attention to the question <laughs> are black people jews or were black people the original jews right right so try as they may try as they may they're they're pretty much pouring gasoline on a flame you know and they know not what they do they know not what they do because at the end of the day being jewish is not a race it's a religion and a religion is a choice you can argue with your mom if you want not me <laughs> a religion is a choice and so any anyone i say anyone of any race can wake up tomorrow and call themselves jewish all right so with 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 that understanding and with that logic how where is the anti in the semitic that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying and i'm loving how you know and i think this is what we need this is what we need we need more and more of these influential powerful black celebrities to stand on this and say hey we we want to own shit too we want to move like you move we want to uh, uh, um, shut careers down for just as much as mentioning our shit the way you do. You know what I'm saying? We peep game. We peep game. And enough is enough. You're, 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 not, you're, you're no longer going to continue to pull the, the wool over the eyes of our people because we're woke. We, we're high up enough to see behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, you can no longer do this to us. You can no longer keep us asleep. You can no longer uh, um, tell us that the truth is a lie and and scare us and financially scare us, you know, because it's going to come to a point where whereas they can no longer they can no longer, you know, the consciousness is, is has been risen. The cat is out the bag. People are now questioning, are black people Jews? Or were black people the original Jews? You know what I mean? And if they can't, they can't silence it anymore. Oh, get these celebrities, uh, uh, ruin their careers, make them apologize. Okay, cool. It's going to come a point to where they're going to have to kill you to, to shut you up. They're going to have to kill you. They're going to have to kill the people with the knowledge in order to stop it. Because the consciousness is, is, is risen. The cat is out the bag. We want you to meet two black radio hosts from Arizona who are taking action to stop the spread of the phrase White Lives Matter, which is often used by white supremacist groups and has been called a racist response to the Black Lives Matter movement. The Anti-Defamation League called it a hate slogan and it most recently popped up on t-shirts designed by Kanye West. So these radio hosts trademarked the phrase. Ramses Ja and Quentin Ward host the nationally syndicated weekly racial justice radio show Civic Cipher, and they join us now. Gentlemen, great to see you. So, uh, Ramses, yeah, yeah. let me start with you. What do you plan to do with this trademark of White Lives Matter? Well, um, at present, we plan to do nothing. Um, nothing is plenty, uh, as you can imagine. Um, we have lawyers advising us on how to best protect the, the trademark, so um, it, it will not be used to hurt, harm, uh, trigger, 
uh, any, any people, and, and as long as we are the uh, people in the position to decide how it is uh, used in commerce, uh, we will do our best to minimize the effect that it may have on people, so Quentin, especially just black and brown people. Just explain that. So you, you, by design, don't plan to do anything with it, and that means that nobody else can. Is that the point? At present, yes. We, um, and just to make it clear, we didn't purchase or pursue the mark. It was actually assigned to us by one of our listeners. So one of your listeners got the trademark and anonymously, as I understand it, gave it to you. What I think is so uh, fascinating yes. about this gentleman is, and I want to try and figure out what's so fascinating about this is, you know, for a lot of people don't realize that, you know, you have the right to trademark certain phrases in connection with a product in particular. And what was so ingenious, sure. I think, about this original notion was that if you trademark something, then obviously it cannot be used by other people. You've got to obviously police that and make sure it's not being used. But it was the goal that I think is so fascinating that everyone needs to know about because you, you, you were a little bit concerned about being able to and others being able to exploit this particular phrase, being able to profit off of it. And that was really the driving force of why it was assigned, why it was given in the first place. But speak to us a little bit about why it's so important to you to have this not be able to be profited off of in the time we're in? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, so it's really about controlling who can profit from it. Mm -hmm. um, again, we have to be very careful about uh, the language here because um, it, trademarks are a little tricky, but um, in terms of how it feels to be um, at the helm of this moment, uh, I, I can say that, that it feels good to see people's reaction to it, to, to, to see people feel like they have um, a reason to smile. You know, the, the past few weeks have been heavy for a lot of people, been triggering for a lot of people. And so that, that feels good. And again, we're going to do right by folks. And when you think about you know, it, yeah, that, go, ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Q, go ahead. I was going to say, seeing that phrase on a T-shirt, like imagine I'd like to paint a picture sitting on your porch and someone walking up to your home with a Confederate flag over one shoulder, a Trump flag over the other shoulder, a Make America Great Again hat on, a t-shirt that says White Lives Matter on the front, and that says slavery was a choice on the back. And imagine that person holding a bullhorn and saying through it, George Floyd was not killed by police, but he died from a drug overdose. Imagine how that would make you feel, and then explain to me why I should feel different because the person wearing all of that stuff is a creative genius. I mean, so you, yeah, yeah. yeah. The picture you paint is really important, right? Also, the idea of why, and as that point, I mean, so, so many people have been asked to compartmentalize based on what you said. The idea of it's okay as long as it's somebody who is not white who's wearing it, or somebody is able to be applauded for a very different aspect of his life. That's most important to you to be able to remove the opportunity to capitalize on that. Exactly. Um, you know, the, again, uh, we feel like, in fact, it, it's, it's well documented that the, the term white lives matter uh, rose up in opposition to the affirmation that black lives matter. Um, it has never been in question whether or not white lives have mattered in this country. It's a given. We know that. Everyone knows that. Um, we felt uh, in our community that we needed to say black lives matter, particularly after the, the death of Trayvon Martin. 
Um, and so again, these other matter terms and phrases have rose up in opposition to that, to weaken the message, to, to dilute the movement, and to um, just be contradictory in nature, uh, to give other people talking points in a conversation when it, the, the phrase was originally intended to affirm our lives, um, having value. And so uh, again, being at the helm of something like this, being able to be able to, to be the decider uh, feels very important. It's among the heaviest things that we've have to we've had to do as radio hosts of a civil, you know, a uh, social justice radio show um, that we do because we believe in the greater good of all people. We believe that we can come together across cultural lines, racial lines, tribal lines, and have conversations and really grow. That's at the heart of everything we're trying to do, and, and we believe that the maneuver that we, uh, or rather the position that we've taken, will yield the most good for the most people. That's our hope, yeah. and, and we're going to do our best to do right by everyone. And so, Quentin, very quickly, um, that picture that you painted of, you know, how sort of off-putting uh, it was, what do, what's your message to Kanye West, or Ye, as he goes by, and Candace Owens, who are the ones who wore that T-shirt, those T-shirts so publicly? I'm actually glad you asked that question because a lot of people who see the headline in the picture assume that we have some personal beef or problem with Kanye West or, or, or Ye, and we don't, right? We, we just don't like the hurt that comes from that message, whether it be intentional or not, and we're just trying to limit as much as we can the amount of people that have to relive trauma or be triggered or feel pain from a message that had such negative intentions. Kanye West can't sell White Lives Matter shirts after Trademark was gifted to black radio hosts who'll only consider selling it for a billion. Two radio hosts recently revealed that Kanye West can't sell his White Lives Matter shirts, and there's an interesting reason why. After Kanye West caused absolute pandemonium during his Yeezy Season 9 fashion show by sporting a White Lives Matter tee, there's still fallout afoot. The tee stole all the shine from everyone's collections, including his own, and caused chaos. It previously report, reported, as previously reported, it spurned a heated back and forth between Diddy and Kanye, and it set, set the stage for a media tour that would end with Kanye West being dropped from Adidas and banned on social media. Kanye reportedly still planned to release the controversial shirt, but that plan might have, have hit a roadblock thanks to, uh, to two radio hosts and their listeners. If anyone, including Kanye West, thinks they will use the White Lives Matter phrase to make money, apparently have, they apparently have another thing coming. Host of Civic Cipher, Ramsey's Ja and Quentin Ward of Phoenix, Arizona, repeated, recently revealed they own the trademark for the phrase. An anonymous listener contacted the host and revealed they had uh, they had the trademark, but trusted it um, in the host's hands. Now, if anyone tries to profit off of it, and they'll immediately be profit off of it, and they'll immediately be hit with a case, uh, not a case, a cease and desist letter. Quote: The listener did not want to be associated with this in any way, but they recognize the importance of ownership. Ja told NPR. Quote, uh, you can prevent bad things from happening by owning it. You can shape the outcomes. Quote, we talk about all the things that need to be talked about, right? Ja told NPR. This person uh, listens to our show and says, you know, uh, says, quote, you know who, 
who would be a better decider for the future of this uh, this thing that is now owned by me would would be these gentlemen. And so that person reached out to us, stipulated, hey, look, if it, um, if anything ever happens in the future monetarily, please, you know, donate half to uh, to these certain organizations. And we intend to do that if that day ever comes. According to TMZ, the host would be inclined to entertain an offer for the trademark, but it will cost anyone interested over $1 billion. Now, listening to it, I'm thinking, you know, these these two co-hosts, they, you know, they owned it outright, but apparently it's some mystery person who owned it. Now, that seems fishy to me, but then if they if their asking price is a is a billion dollars, I don't know is it is it personal? Are they trying to stop Kanye or are they trying to stop these white lives matter white lives matter t-shirts to be from being sold? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a questionable thing. Um it seems very anti-establishment, but I'd like to know who this mystery person is. You know what I mean? Like, like, and are these two radio hosts being you? Now, it, they, it seems pretty obscure. Like, these guys are, like, from Phoenix, Arizona. Like, I didn't even know there were black people in... No, I'm, I'm joking. But still, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're pretty obscure. So it, it, doesn't, it doesn't come off as them being used as pawns. You know what I'm saying? But... It does come from out of nowhere. It does seem pretty ironic. The fact that two radio hosts from Phoenix, Arizona and a mystery person now own, have trademarked this, this phrase. You see what I'm saying? But I do like how, I do like the backfire aspect of it. Where Kanye really thought he was going to troll this thing and get it off. And, you know, he had another thing coming. You know what I'm saying? But something he couldn't necessarily predict or foresee. You know what I mean? Um, I, I do believe these black celebrities who are, you know what I'm saying, are speaking out and speaking up or whatever. I do believe there is an, uh, uh, an air of martyrdom on their, in their, in their, on their mantles. You know what I'm saying? As, as, you know, as black celebrities, you know, there is an air of martyrdom. There is a pioneering that must be done in order to raise the consciousness as I keep saying you know and some of them some of them are going to have to be martyrs like like Kyrie Irving and then some of them are going to have to be uh bad guys like Kanye West you know what I mean you know what I mean I think the crux of his whole trolling um thread has been being the bad guy making himself the bad guy you know what I'm saying he He's he he makes you fall in love with him, and then he turns around and makes you hate him, and that makes you love him even more. You know what I mean? Um, it's very narcissistic. It's very very narcissistic, but psychologically it works. Psychologically it works, and um, and and yeah yeah. I just I just I like that that you know it's it's being. It's, it's being, you know, I'm kind of conflicted because I'm like, okay, is it really a troll against black people saying that white lives matter? Or is it a troll on white people? Me personally, I think it's a troll on white people. I think if, if me as a black man were, were to walk around with a white lives matter shirt, I'd probably get a drink spilled on me. <laughs> From white people, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I, I really do. I really think if I walked around a bunch of white people as a black man with a White Lives Matter shirt, somebody would throw something at me. Somebody, some, somebody would, yeah, it'd be, it would be bad, you know. So, who is that shirt really? Who is that T-shirt really trolling? Who is that T-shirt really trolling? And are now, yes, he, he made a media frenzy of it by just posting it or whatever. But who is it really? Is it is it trolling black people or is it trolling white people? You know what I mean? That's what I'd like to see. But hey, I guess we'll never know. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc we would like to thank you for tuning into prosperity ullc and continue to invest in the brand